Man, I'm so Cleveland, it's a goddamn shame. up everybody it is heavy set and i am here with the very first episode of the ohio indie report the ohio report uh, for short and what i'm going to do this is a, a new podcast that i'm going to be publishing through podbean and i'm really going to start talking about ohio independent wrestling like i do on all the other shows i'm a part of but i think it's time for me to sit down have have my own show and be able to express my thoughts on what's going on in uh, independent wrestling around me and unlike when I'm on the Independent Spectacular, which you can find on uh, the Trending Topics Network on Blog Talk Radio, subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, when I'm on the Independent Spectacular on that cha- on that show, I talk about whenever I'm on, I t- always talk about multiple promotions. Well, for this new sh- uh, show, this new series idea, whatever you ever want to call it, I'm only going to concentrate on one promotion per episode. So this week, this premiere episode i am going to talk aiw absolute intense wrestling i've i've been a fan for a year now uh, going on a year i've been to every event throughout the year the next the next show is up on black friday looking forward to my second year as an aiw fan i really want to talk about the result of aiw's point break last night but before we do that uh, here's one of the reasons why i'm doing this show and everything about it is because I'm going to start trying to do interviews, show um, previews with uh, with special guests, and I find it a lot easier if I do it on my own time on Skype, edit it, and put it out there on one big show. So um, it's just a lot easier to get it out that way. So first thing I want to do is I'm going to we're going to go to my interview with Jock Sampson from last week before Point Break. So if you haven't got to check out this interview, give it a listen. If you haven't even got to check out Point Break from AIW, listen to this interview first, and then you can either wait for afterwards, and I'll talk a little bit about the results, a bit about the show, or you can go to AIWrestling.com and check out their store and buy the DVD when it's available, or go to Smart Mark Video and purchase the MP4 there. So for right now, here is my interview with Jacques Samson. Welcome to the Ohio Report, a special edition of Ohio Report. We'll be talking about AIW's Point Break, and I actually have a special guest with me to talk a little bit about this card. It is none none other than Jock Sampson from AIW. How's it going, Jock? Hey, man. What's going on, buddy? How are you? I, I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. It's uh, n- nice to be talking with you. It uh, seems like just yesterday that you debuted in AIW on November 25th, to be exact, when uh, just, just kind of happened to be showing out in the crowd. Uh, how how has AIW been to you since your debut and the fans, everything you've been done with the Duke? Well, uh, when I came in there, you know, uh, I, I'm a very old school individual. Uh, 
when it comes to professional wrestling. And uh, I've always hated, I've always hated spot monkeys. I think there's way too many things that your person can do, like, you know, instead of, you know, you should be able to beat the hell out of someone with your hands and your fists and your, your, your feet, your knees, you know, your head, instead of like doing a, a monkey flip or, or something to, to make people clap for you. So I came to AIW, I, you know, I found the, the guy who's been there the longest, who represents AIW, and I went after him, which is when I jumped out of the crowd. You know, and, and beat the hell out of Duke out one night when he was wrestling the Chad. And that, that that led us all the way up to Absolution with in uh, basically in the, your big grudge match, and it was a uh, Appalachian Bull Rope match. Well, they call it Texas, but I'm, I'm the Appalachian Outlaw, so I always consider it the Appalachian Bull Rope match because I am a child of Appalachia. I'm one of the few professional wrestlers that live in Appalachia. And from that. Actually, a little bit for a while, you were actually running with the submission squad. Yeah, that's what, yeah, 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 the four stands. Uh, uh, yeah, I was running around them, uh, them dumbasses a little bit there, and uh, yeah, they uh, kind of, you know, helping me out with the dudes, you know, and I thought I had stupid Mexicans, the, uh, the, the, the Mexican or whatever the hell they are, the crime syndicate, you know, I had them... Uh, you know, I thought I had them to watch my back, so I'm glad the submission squad was there. But then, it comes push comes to shove that down the road, we have, uh, you know, I have the match with the Duke. And I was expecting, you know, my friends from St. Louis to come to my back, you know, to help look out for me. Because ain't that what friends are for? You know, where were they when, when the Duke was putting me through a table? Where were they when Duke was busted my head wide open with my cowbell Conway? Where were they? When I was sitting at the bar at the after party wanting a beer, looking to get drunk to drown my sorrows after my loss. And then they said that we had basically, you know, we had some uh, group sessions, team building exercises to bring us together as a unit. Well, you know, as you've seen from my promo there, Justin, Jock Sampson don't go to no pottery classes. Jock Sampson's team building is going to a strip club and getting a bunch of titties in my face. And I figured that the ginger, the Frenchie, and, and the giraffe, they would love to come on up and get a little bit of titties in their face. Because, you know, you Justin, if I took you to a titty bar, you would like to get some titties in your face, wouldn't you? Oh, hell yeah. You know, but if they want to go to a pottery class and write my name on their belly, you know, I, you know, that's just not like the way Jock Sampson does. And be honest, when I make, everyone knows I like to drink, I was probably drunk when we probably made plans. So therefore, I got an excuse. You know, hell, I was drunk as hell. I drink all the time. Hell, I drink when I get up in the morning. Shit, that's my, that's my protein shake, you know? Well, and Justin, you probably heard, you know, the promo that they did where they were, you know, talking about my mama, you know, talking to my mama, and they said some harsh things. You heard that, didn't you? Yeah, I heard that. Well, you see, the part of the country I come from is a very rural part of the United States. You know, I live in southeastern Ohio, which is the very beginning part of the Appalachian Mountains. And everybody down there is very protective of their mama. So when you call my mama during the Andy Griffith Marathon on TV land, and you take her away from her personal time, and then you go eventually call her an old bag, an old bitch, or whatever, I'm going to tell you something right now. That goes and pisses me off. And what's going to happen is I'm going to take them St. Louis assholes and I'm just going to beat the hell out of them like the Cincinnati Reds beat the St. Louis Cardinals. That's right. I'm a Reds fan, and I hate the fucking Cardinals. So, I love Pete. I love Pete Rose. 
And then there, there's the question of you, you threw out the call, you know, you, you threw it to the Duke, but you know, you respect that he he is retired, he has stepped away from uh, wrestling right now in AIW, and you, it, it sounds like, far as what I've seen, you have just put out the net to any and everybody to answer this call to stand right beside you. Hell, you know, it, it, you know, everyone knows Jock Sampson is a tough guy. Everyone knows that I can fight. Everyone knows I'm mean as hell. But you know, when they got three people. It doesn't hurt to have an extra person in your corner. I've called Ricky Morton. You know, he's booked. I called Wildfire Tommy Rich. He's booked. I called the Powers of Pain. I had, I had Chris Bryan go talk to them, but they're booked. And it just seems that uh, everybody has something going on this weekend. Or maybe I burned a few bridges with some of my mouthy ways in my past. So, and everyone, everyone's going to say, Doc, why don't you get the Duke? Why don't you go and get the Duke? It, it makes perfectly good sense because there's nobody in AIW or the wrestling industry that has taken the beating that Jock Sampson dishes out like the Duke had. Duke had enough to come back and beat the hell of me like I've never had beat before. So, what I'm going to do is after the match, I'm just going to, I'm going to just go along with what the Duke says. I'm going to respect his wishes of staying out of the ring at AIW and help him with other stuff. If the man wants to get out and God bless him, I, I wish him well. So with that, that's the only elimination that I'll make is the Duke, just for the simple fact is that, that the, man, the man's a busy man now. He's got other stuff on play. I know. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing who, who's going to answer that call. Who, who knows? It's probably going to be one of those last-minute, last-second things. Somebody, somebody almost has to a- answer your call, especially after that match you put uh, up against the Duke uh, at Absolution, which everybody should should buy the DVD or uh, get it from Smartmark Video. Uh, up and down that card was amazing, and it's really hard to pick a match, but I think your match with the Duke really just stands out in my mind. Absolutely fantastic of uh, how that match was put together. I, I absolutely love it, uh, even though you, you might not like it as much. But uh, I know as, as an AIW fan, you gained my respect uh, in that match. Well, I, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, granted, I did lose, and I wasn't happy with the outcome of the, of the match. But I'm going to tell you, I've never felt more passion in a wrestling ring in my entire life. It felt like everything I threw at Duke, every, every, every big studded fist that I hit him in the head with, any time that, you know, I hit him with all that stuff, I, hell, I even threw Taker at him. But yet he had the fighting spirit to get back up in the battle, and it took something so big as putting me through a table to, to finally knock me out. And I, and I believe that I gained the Duke's respect also, along with all the ARW fans. And I, and I learned to respect them in the process because, you know, I'm not used to, I'm not the kind of man who goes out and, and begs for cheers like some people. But when I get them, it feels like I earned something. And, and, and it's starting to change my thought process on the whole wrestling industry. So basically, we'll see what happens uh, during Point Break. Uh, Jock, hopefully you'll stay with me, and uh, we'll talk about some of these other matches. Uh, once again, AIW Point right. Break, Sunday, September tw- uh, 23rd. This Sunday, if you are in the Northeastern Ohio area, even uh, Western Pennsylvania, come out to Cleveland, Ohio. This this card is... Oh, it, one thing with AIW, th- they're going to give you a card that you're going to look at, that you're going to be, this is amazing, but there's going to be something that's going to happen, something, something that... It, you're, you weren't expecting, so definitely if you are in the area, uh, this Sunday, uh, 6 o'clock bell time, change bell time from uh, previously stated, uh, Turner's Hall, Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, well, the first 
a match announced. BJ Whitmer versus Eddie Kingston. This is a a return match between these two. Um, two two veterans, and you know BJ being one of the one of the top guys in AIW, a guy who's always out to prove that he is just as good as some of the younger guys. Uh, this this match alone pretty much sold probably half of half of us, half of the AIW fans. Well, I will tell you right now, um, I've been familiar with uh, B.J. Whitmer, you know, for the past few years, and uh, and I know one thing, the man is one hell of a technical wrestler. You know, the man's got the size, the man's got the strength, you know, to compete with the best, you know, and one day, you never know, Jock Benson and B.J. Whitmer might get across path, but he's got a tough challenge coming up, I, I guess a Ring of Honor legend, you know, uh, Eddie Kingston. I believe he has wrestled for Chikar in the past, and am I correct? Yeah. So B.J. Whitmer's got something to prove, and we'll see, you know, by possibly could be the match of the year in AIW. Uh, definitely. Uh, another match is uh, the tag team title match, the Batiri versus Aeroform. Batiri, a, a last-second entrant to the match at Absolution of Aeroform versus the then champions, Euthanasia. Batiri gets into the match, wins the titles, and Aeroform, who ever since they've lost the belts, have, have been trying to get get back to the championships, and they just can't seem to do it. But now they get a one-on-one shot, one-on-one shot that it seems right now, but the batiri Aeroform, this is another match I am I'm definitely looking forward to. Well, yeah, I, you know, I've had a lot of people come up to me. You know, and uh, a lot of my friends down home, and they're like, "Who's this? Who's these guys? The superior? Who's these guys? Aeroform?" And I'm, and I, you know, and it's hard to explain who they are because they are all so damn talented. They are, uh, you know, they would have been what Jock Hansen in the past would have disliked. But after watching them, you know, I've gained a lot of respect. So I guarantee the fans will have, you know, a real high flying match. We'll see some athletic things. And that match that they'll never ever see, you know, anywhere else. And then AIW women's title match, Allison K versus Crazy Mary Dobson. Uh, I believe Crazy Mary is right now second in the point standings going on, but uh, Haley Hatred being the top, she has to she stepped away and said she wants to get the opportunity and I know next on the list is Crazy Mary Dobson, a, a girl, a woman who is showed her worth in the few showings she's had in AIW and getting the shot against Allison K, another woman who has shown uh, so much so much drive, especially with everything that happened with me and him and uh, having her nose busted and even the cage match. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not really knowing what to expect here. I'm expecting chaos if these two go at it the way I know that they can. Well, you, you know, well, if you really look at it there, Justin, and you got Crazy Mary, we all know her 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 uh, time with uh, Madman Pondo, and everyone knows how Madman Pondo is. We know he's one crazy son of a bitch, you know. And, and when you get to hanging out with a guy like that, you know, you're you're bound to do anything, you know. What I mean, because you know she's tough. You know these girls. Everyone thinks it's girls wrestling, you know. But they, you know, they may be women, but you know they fight just as tough as us men. And uh, Allison Kay, I, you know, I, ne- I didn't see that match with her and me and Yim. But the only thing I did is I saw her nose, and I guess she continued to wrestle a little bit after that with the, with the yeah. broken nose. So, you know, you got to be pretty damn tough to to, uh, to to do that. You know, I've had a lot of injuries where I've wrestled through, 
but I can only imagine your nose because your eyes are watering and your head's head banging and all that. You know, just a hard hell of a thing to do. It's just, that's going to be a real tough match. It's going to surprise a lot of people. It's going to be a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of aggressive, uh, violent action. At least that's what I hope to do. I like violence. <laughs> Who doesn't like violence, really? Well, I don't know. I could go on a day off. My Mitt Romney. That dumbass does. <laughs> anyway, um, another um, match, uh, the Irish Airborne versus Future Shock. Future Shock, I, as far as what I understand, I believe they're making their debut in AIW, going against Irish Airborne, who who seems to be uh, the, the tag team welcome mat in AIW. As soon as you come in, well, you have to fight the Irish Airborne to see to show the fans, show everybody uh, how you're going to do in AIW. And... Uh, and, and Future Shock being the Ring of Honor stars that they are, the independent stars that they are. Uh, Same with uh, Irish Airborne. I think this is going to be another classic. The Irish Airborne put up a great match against uh, the Briscoe brothers, and I'm expecting uh, the same. Well, you know, like you're saying that they're the welcome match. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, most tag teams, if they would come into AIW, you know, and they would say, hey, our first match is against Irish Airborne. I guarantee you most tag teams will tuck their tail and get the hell out of Dodge. Because, in my opinion, and this is, you know, and, and, and I'm good friends with the Rock and Roll Express, baby. The Irish Airborne could not possibly be the best tag team in all of the United States and possibly, you know, maybe the world. They're very underrated. They deserve to be where they are. They, they got a lot of recognition. And you know how Jock Stanton loves Ohio boys. I, I sure as hell respect them because they're from Ohio, and Ohio is the toughest state in the Union. But, well, saying that, when you got to come into your first match, you may be Ring of Honor, but you could be facing the greatest tag team in the world right now. The most innovative, the most aggressive. You know, don't let their size fool you. Those guys can fight. I've seen some shit. I've been at the lockers. I've seen them guys fight. They can fight. So, when you come in, you know, and you're thinking, you know, the first match is going to be easy, shit, it might just be the, might, could be the very hardest, one of the very hardest matches you ever have in your life. I actually don't mean, like, I, I probably shouldn't have said uh, the welcome mat. I, I should mean the greeters, the tag team greeters. The, as soon as you walk through the door, that's who you get. I'm, I'm not saying that they're welcome mat, they're going to get stepped on. No, I'm saying uh, the, the tag team measuring stick, I guess that would have been another uh, better way to put it. Oh, yeah, like, well, they, they, anytime they got someone new, you got someone coming in. I know what you meant about welcome, man. Uh, I, I know it wasn't meant disrespectfully, but what, what, you know, when you come in and your first match is against them, you know, buddy, you better buckle down. You better tighten your pants up and, you know, and tack your cape on a little tight on your wrist because I'm going to tell you right now, those boys will fight you to death. They will fight you until uh, there's not a drop of uh, energy left in their blood, in their body. Uh, yep, and another match I I really can't say enough about this match I am actually completely torn torn between this match it's a, another women's match of Veda Scott versus Mia Yim honestly these are my top two favorites of, of women's wrestling independent women's wrestling I, I love these two I love what they do I can never stay enough about them and this is a match I'm expecting a lot from and also with everything going on with AIW and Gregory Iron, I'm expecting Gregory Iron to come out and be in Vader's corner. So this is going to be, I'm definitely going to be entertaining. And these two, these two are totally underrated. 
Uh, and there, there's people that I know who watch Ring of Honor that don't even know that these two women actually know how to wrestle, and they're both good at it. Well, you know, those, those two women are very talented. You know, they are very good wrestlers. But let's talk a little bit about Greg Iron there and, and Little Miss Vegas Scott. You know, I saw that video Greg Iron, you know, put on the, on the computer there. And, uh, well, does that guy got anything else to bitch about or complain about? It's like, oh, woe is me. Look at me. I, you know, you should, I should be given to me. You know, and he's got his little lawyer bitch there at Vegas Scott. You know, and she's trying to help him out, trying to be here, his female Johnny Cochran, trying to get him a title shot. Well, I hate to tell him, and I know you probably agree with me here, Justin, you don't get title shots given to you. You earn them, sons of bitches. Definitely, that's... If you earn shots, if you earn the damn thing, you get them. Plain and simple. Night and day. But as for the female match, granted, Beta Scott... You know, she is what she is, but she's a hell of a competitor. But yet, when you get in there with Tia Gims, who could be one of the baddest chicks on the planet, you know, but with Greg Irons being outside, it could be a very unpredictable match. Hard to pick the uh, winner of that, but uh, something the fans should really, really, you know, grab onto their feet there and, and check out. But as for Greg Iron, I wouldn't be surprised that little bitch, you know, puts his little two cents in there, so... We'll just have to wait and see, buddy. Uh, then another match. I'm, I'm really, I'm just really not even know what to expect between this one. It's a, a, a fatal four-way between Colin Delaney, Michael the Bomber Facade, Gary J from the Submission Squad, and Josh Alexander, a guy I know absolutely nothing about, and I'm curious to see uh, what a, what a new face is going to bring to AIW. Well, um. I'm going to tell you, man, you got four different wrestlers in that match. You got my drinking buddy, Colin Delaney, who, uh, as everyone knows, me and him like to drink. And you got Facade, who I've seen him up and down the road. He's got numerous championship titles elsewhere and all over the world. And uh, who'd you say the third one was? I'm sorry, man. I wasn't trying to listen. You said Facade uh, and the, the Josh Alexander. I'm, I'm not sure too much about myself. And the, uh, who's else the other one in there? Uh, I believe you put it earlier, the ginger. Oh, yeah, that fucking ginger. Gary J. The man who's afraid of the set of titties. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. This is the only match that I'm gonna give, you know, I'm gonna pick a winner at. I'm just gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna pick Facade. But for some reason, I have a feeling them St. Louis assholes might get involved in the match. So Gary J is a sleeper in that match, just for the fact is that Frenchie and the Giraffe will be right there on uh, ringside. So we'll just have to see. But Colin Delaney, we all know he don't feel much pain because he's drunk half the time like I am. Um, another match, that's another one I'm not really not knowing to, what to expect. Ethan Page, who has um, made a, a slightly name for himself since showing up in AIW just at a, at a girls' night out as the only guys night out part of the evening and going up against Davey Vega uh, I, I really have nothing much to say about this except for uh, Ethan Page's woman is going to be at ringside and a, a, as, as a guy who sits ringside this is going to be entertaining one way or another if not both well, just make sure, make sure you just sit out back there where you can look at her ass 
you know, that, that, that'd be a winner for any, that'd be for you, but uh, I actually know Ethan Page, I've actually known Ethan Page for about two and a half years, because we used to wrestle together over war wrestling and lion pod together, and uh, Ethan Page is by far one of the, you know, one of the best wrestlers that Canada has offered to Ethan Canuck, and uh, I've known him for years and stuff, but, you know, been up and down the road, and I've seen what he can do, and I've seen Davey Vega wrestle like once, once or twice. And uh, he's a pretty tough school competitor. But I, I, you know, but I want to tell people at AIW, do not sleep on Ethan Page. Ethan Page can flat out bring it. And we come down to the last match that has been announced, and it is the absolute title match, Tim Dons versus ACH. ACH, what, what, what can you say about this guy, uh, about his work? I mean, it is mind-blowing. I have people now coming up to me they're like have you heard of this guy and i'm like yeah i mean i've seen a lot from him and him going up against uh, tim donst for the absolution absolute title this this match is going to be i, I i'm just at a loss for words because this is you know a title match tim donst ach what more can you say this is this is another should be another selling point for this card well, to be, you know, the other matches haven't sold yet, and uh, this one will. Um, what is it? The ACH have a 30-minute Iron Man match with AR Fox. You know, and people, uh, you know, it was it was a great, great match. Uh, people excited people, re- you know, really well, got them up off their ass for 30 minutes. So when you can get out there and go 100 miles an hour, you can keep the fans in the palm of your hands for 30 minutes. You've done something. And Tim Donovan is, is the classic. He's a very classic wrestler, you know, everyone knows he's a classic style wrestler who can flat out get out there, you know, and, uh, you know, hook on you, shoot on you, stretch you. He can get out there and do it because the man beat three other guys in one night there to the absolution to become the AIW heavyweight champion. And uh, it's just going to be interesting to see how that match goes. You know, is it going to be, you know, ACH's speed? Or, you know, they're going to be 10 dots as technical prowess. So we'll just have to wait and see and see how that one plays out. And, and especially with ACH and how he was, a, like, pretty much a last minute, maybe not a very last minute, but, you know, he in that Iron Man match versus AR Fox, and that was supposed to be AR Fox and Uha. And with Uha getting injured, and, I mean, as a fan, you know, I'm thinking, okay, you know, ACH is going to go in here against AR Fox. You know, AR, this is going to be... AR, I, I was figuring AR Fox was going to come out on top, but ACH did what he does best, and he stunned people and and, and wowed everyone. And I'm and I'm I'm expecting the same kind of caliber, winner winner lose with this from both of these. I mean, it's, like like I said, just kind of at a loss for words. And this is going to be an awesome awesome match. Well, you know, you never know what's going to happen in professional wrestling, man. You know, you expect one thing, and the and, and, and the dream often happens. So, you know, I, you know, I just, I, I just, uh, you know, excited for the fans of AIW because, you know, you know, every year AIW brings, you know, a very excellent product to the people of Cleveland. You know, Cleveland's got this rich history of wrestling. And it's clear back to the J.T. Lightning days, who I wrestled for. You know, one of the best men that I've, you know, one of the best wrestling promoters that I've ever known. And uh, AIW has just stepped up and filled that, filled that spot. You know, came in there and and 
basically, you know, one of the best, you know, promotions in Ohio and, you know, all across the United States. So they do a great job of giving the fans what they want to see. Oh, uh, definitely. It's as a fan, this uh, was one of the first few promotions I checked out. Uh, coming in, and I always thought it was kind of funny, and it's funny that you, uh, you're actually one of my first wrestlers I've ever interviewed. Uh, my first night in AIW was, I believe, your first night in AIW. Uh, when you, when you, when you jumped, when you got in the crowd, and even, even as a fan, I was just like, who is this guy? And I actually heard about you a little before from some of the other other places you've been, and I'm just like, you know, you know, what's he doing here? This is this is, this is definitely going to be interesting. Um, and if if anybody wants, to definitely check that out. It's another great DVD. Night uh, last year's uh, Hell on Earth. Uh, the number escapes me right now, but you can actually see what uh, what Jock did. Yeah, you you can uh, check it out somewhere. Just go to Smart Mark Video, and uh, you can. Uh, I believe my first show was the Black Friday show, so you can go check out any. And every you know show that uh, you know that they've had in the past, and also basically you could follow up the the Jock Hansen Duke feud on the way to Absolution to our bull rope match. And then when you buy them, you still got a bunch of great matches to go along the way to uh, entertain you for for years and years. Uh, definitely, and once again, that is AIW Absolute Intense Wrestling's Point Break this Sunday, September twenty third. 6 o'clock bell time, Turner's Hall, Cleveland, Ohio. Tickets are just $15. If you have a chance, if you're, like I said, you're the Northeast Ohio area, hell, if you're even in the Southern Ohio area or Western Pennsylvania, come out to AIW. You will not regret a thing. And if you're like a lot hell. of us, you will be hooked on this product. Hell yes, come bring some beer money because Doc Sampson likes to drink, baby. I, I think after this interview, I'm definitely going to have to buy you a beer, buddy. You're going to, I'll take it too, buddy. I'll drink a lot. I'll, hey, yeah, everybody, if they're interested, Jock Sampson will be in the bar watching football when they arrive. So if they want to come in say hi to me, I'll be around, you know, to show a little bit. Uh, you know, I'll have my, I'll have a tip jar over there, you know, so come on over and visit me, you know, you know, in the bar and, uh, you know, an intermission, maybe before the show. I'd like to uh, meet some of the people. You know, get drunk as hell with them. You know, uh, and take a picture, whatever they want. I'll be there. Uh, definitely. Uh, thanks again for coming on, Jock. And basically, that was my interview with Jock Samson. I want to thank. Jock Sampson, AIW, and the greatest commentator in the world, Aaron Bauer, for hooking me up with that interview. And last night, AIW Point Break was a fantastic show. I really had no real big expectations going into it. We just finished Absolution 7, which, like I said in the interview, is on AIWrestling.com as well as Smart Mark Video. But coming off of that show, almost everything in AIW has been like tied up, so there isn't, there wasn't much... There wasn't much new going on. So, going on with some of the results. Warning, if you don't want any type of spoiler, stop here. So, uh, there was a special attraction match with Dustin Rays versus a guy. I really can't even pronounce his name. I've never even heard of him. Um, As a friend of mine would say, 
Jobber alert. Jobber alert. And Dustin Rays beats him. Uh, seemed like a really quick match. Uh, it was really nice for me to see Dustin Rays. Um, I was supposed to see him before he got in, uh, injured at the beginning of the year. So to see him back and actually see him in the ring, I really like what he was doing. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more from him. Ethan Page beat Davey Vega. The Submission Squad beat Jock Sampson, and his mystery tag team partner was, in fact, his bull rope, Conway. I don't think we have heard the last uh, of this this feud, this rivalry that is going to obviously start. I really hope we haven't. I really enjoyed uh, Jock and the Submission Squad, and I want to see more of this going on. Veda Scott beat Mia Yim, and there was right after that an impromptu match with Gregory Iron calling out Josh Prohibition, where basically Gregory Iron called Josh Prohibition a has-been, and Greg was through trying to beat him fair and square. Greg said he was not dressed for the match, so they would fight one day later in the future. Josh turned his back on Greg when Veda Scott took his attention for a couple minutes, and Greg Iron then attacked Josh, started to take off his clothes where he revealed that he was wearing his tights, but he's wearing no knee patch, which looked very weird. And basically throughout the match, Josh Prohibition put an ass beating on Gregory Iron. But the new, the very new four count rule was implemented. Josh must not have known about it. He went for the three count one two well he went for the four count one two three thought he had won veda scott assured him that no he did not win which distracted josh for a brief minute and gregory iron pulled out the victory also in the fatal four-way match colin delaney beat gary J, michael the bomber facade and josh alexander the advertised match of bj whitmer versus eddie kingston was ruined by a nixon run-in and they revealed their their new leader as the duke a massive swerve a massive what the hell is going on but nonetheless we basically found out that the duke helped fund matt wadsworth to become the acting president of AIW, and he made the match that Eric Ryan would be in, that Eric Ryan would get his immediate rematch and be put into the, the absolute championship match against Tim Donst and ACH. And also, BJ Whitmer versus Eddie Kingston were going to team up and fight the other two members of Nixon, of Ricky Shane Page and Bobby Beverly. Also at the same time, it's, it kind of has to be noted that Chess Flexer at, at this time kind of came out, tried to give the Duke and everybody a hug, and he did so, but when he got to Bobby Beverly, Bobby Beverly kicked him, showing that Chess Flexer is not involved with Nixon. The Batiri retained their tag team titles against Aeroform. Allison K also retained her title against Crazy Mary Dobson. When Sammy from the Social Network came out and interfered in the match and attacked Mary, so Allison K picked up the win and she is still your AIW Women's Champion. The Irish Airborne beat Future Shock. And it came time for the AIW Absolute Title Match. Eric Ryan came out. Eric Ryan was the first to come out. And that's when it was announced that Duke only owns half of AIW. The other half is owned by Chess Flexer. And it was announced that Eric Ryan would not be getting his rematch tonight. He would be getting a match against the Bee's Knees, and the Cat's Pajamas, and the whole shebang and Johnny Gargano. And Johnny Gargano won, but then was immediately attacked by the other members of Nixon. And BJ Whitmer and Eddie Kingston came out soon to follow, and thus 
the tag team match began. And said tag team match had ended by both teams brawling out the front door and the main event soon followed right after of Tim Donst and ACH for the AEW Absolute Championship. And your winner and still AIW champion Tim Effin Donst. ACH sure as hell put up a fight. You can't, no one can deny what uh, ACH can do. He's very entertaining. I don't think this will be his last AIW absolute title match. That was a quick, a very quick rundown of the results. I hope you come back for more episodes when I may, when I possibly feature other promotions. But I'm pretty much figuring AIW will be the main source of for the Ohio Report. And if anybody would like to give me suggestions of other independent promotions to check out in the Ohio area, mostly in the Northeastern Ohio area, maybe the Northern Ohio area. There's a few other shows I know about. And if you're a promoter and you would like me to check out your show, let me know. I'd be glad to show up and put my two cents in on your prop. If you want to get a hold of the show, it is you can follow us or tweet us on Twitter at Ohio Report. You can also get at me on Twitter at Heavyset, the number three, the number three, and the number zero. Or if you want to email the show, email me at OhioIndieReport at gmail.com so that'll do it for me heavy set a few little quick plugs check out the trending topics network on blog talk radio we have a lot of great shows that are throughout the week some that are live some are some are recorded earlier and loaded later there is something for everybody on this network we have fat ninja game talk radio the fraudcast nfl easy pick starring me and my friend joe bennett where we talk nfl the real motherfucking news Old School at the Movies, Independent Spectacular. So if you're listening to this and you like independent wrestling and you want to hear more from not just the Ohio you want to hear opinions on independent wrestling from around the world, check out the Independent Spectacular with my friends A.H. Walker and P.K. Punk. We also have another show called Tunes. And also on top of that, we have in the NFL offseason, me and Joe, we have a show called Anything Goes where it's just that anything goes. We talk about whatever anybody wants to talk about. Anybody's welcome on the line. It's a crazy time. We we have it's almost to that show. You name it, we've done it. And that is the Trending Topics Network in a nutshell. Also, if you like wrestling, check out the AllWrestling.com Week in Review. I am a weekly contributor. And check out the sister show for the AllWrestling.com Week in Review, which is the Impact Players on Blog Talk Radio, uh, live every Friday night at 11 p.m. Well, mostly every Friday night. And also check out Pretty Small Guys, a podcast hosted by Chris Clem and Kirk Robinson, two Northeast Ohio local comedians who talk about stuff going on in comedy, stuff going on in the world, just great conversation between those two always enjoyable i'm a huge fan of of their show so please check out the pretty swell guys check out the trending topics network the allwrestling.com week interview and the impact players podcast i think that is all at the top of my list oh also check out some of the card subjects to change shows uh the cards of the change network on blog talk radio asked and answered on wednesdays with jason rivera and also check out his show on sunday on the same network of a Sunday school wrestling without rules. So that will do it for me and the Ohio report, the pilot of the Ohio report. I will check you all next time when we talk about what's going on in Ohio independent wrestling.